What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you this morning? Good morning. You know, healthy, alive, good day. Yeah, so doing good. Supposed to be a good day in Berlin, too. We shall see. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they report on that accurately. We'll see. We'll see. And apparently there's similar protests to be taking place in Paris and London. So we'll see. Now, I understand that uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is on the ground in Berlin. He was he arrived there yesterday and he's taking part today. David Icke's going to take part in the one in London. And I don't mean any disrespect to the French by what I'm about to say, but I don't know any famous French people at the moment. So I don't know if you're going to have any famous people at your protest. I do apologize. But um <laughs> Moving along. We're going to be talking about the protest later on this afternoon for a little bit. And we're going to be talking about some brain chips, right? Yeah. Yeah. It uh, sounds like an in- interesting prospect. Yeah. Yeah. Musk has put out his new uh, his new thing. And I tell you what, I just I don't know, man. Like, I want to be on board with it. Right. I, w- I want to be on board with it. But I'm just not I, like I am. But I'm not. I, I see one side of it, but I don't want to. I see too many dangers with it. But that's OK. We'll have that conversation later on this afternoon. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, let's talk about Portland. The protesters, the protesters, they're still calling them protesters. I love it. Protesters mm-hmm. gather at Ted Wheeler's house. He's the mayor out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they showed up. They chained themselves inside the lobby and others chanted while they played music and danced in the streets. <laughs> so wait, they, they actually got into his house? Yes. Or? Yes. They yes. His, his building there. They uh, they chained themselves uh. to the, uh, the furniture and stuff inside the lobby so they couldn't be removed. And his office has made a statement. Uh, and they said that they're monitoring the situation and hope protesters remain peaceful for the safety of other residents in the building. Hmm. Okay. So, so you like live in an apartment or something? Uh, he must live in an apartment building. Yeah. Now, see, it's, yeah. see, Bruce, it's a street festival, right? It's a music festival. Hmm. And, yeah, and that's, that's, the, that's right. Yeah, that's the takeaway here. Yes, mm-hmm. that's the takeaway here. Now, you heard what Ted Wheeler had to say about uh, the protest earlier this week, didn't you? Ah, well, they'll just burn themselves out eventually. I did hear about that. Uh, <laughs> it's been going I mean, on he, for two years. Yeah, I mean, he's right. Uh, eventually, you, you will burn down enough buildings that there's no more buildings to burn down. So, yeah, eventually it will burn itself out. But uh, oof, that that is... Um, if that isn't an endorsement, I don't know what is. What a statement to make. Well, it's okay, I can't really. OK, you say, well, that, if that's not an endorsement, the guy's out there in the streets with them. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. He was out in the street, but they, they kind of ran him off. Did they not? Uh, didn't they? Um, yeah, they, they, start, kicked uh, some, like, they kicked some tear yeah. gas canisters over to him. They were throwing garbage at him and water bottles and, and all that stuff. Uh-huh. And yeah, it's like. Yeah. And now they're down at his house. Now, you're you might be wondering, when is he going to reach out to President Trump and, and ask for help? Well, it's funny you might ask that of yourself because that would make sense, right? That would make sense if you would if you were to have these protesters come in and, and take over your residence. I mean, that's when we see that the mayors actually start to turn against the protesters is when it affects them, right? It's what mm-hmm. happened in Seattle. Mm-hmm. It's why Chaz got shut down. It happened at yeah. Lori Lightfoot's yeah. area. Right. She she's banned protest in front of her house. She gets beefed up security in front of her house. 
That's fine. Portland Mayor, or excuse me, uh, L.A. Mayor Eric Garcetti, you can't protest in front of his house. You can't protest in front of Gavin Newsom's place. Oh, no, 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 no. You can't do this. Well, OK, fine. So what does Ted Wheeler do in Portland? You think he's going to ask Donald Trump for help? Oh, no, 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 no. He decides he's going to sit down and he's going to send a letter to Trump and talk about how bad his campaign for reelection is going. And it's an open letter. You can go out and read it. All of the usual hallmarks are in there. Uh, and he accused uh, federal troops of arson and vandalism while telling President Trump to take his offer of law enforcement assistance and pound sand. He also wrote, Dear President Trump, yet again, you said you offered to aid Portland by sending in federal law enforcement to our city. On behalf of the city of Portland, no thanks. So, um, again, we're, we're an orange man bad, right? I'm. Uh- Personally, okay. so my opinion on this is I legitimately think Trump doesn't want to he doesn't. I think he believes that it's the place of the the governor or the mayor to to request for assistance, which typically it is. However, these are terrorists. This is an insurrection. Now it's no longer the mayor and the governor are supporting these groups. It's no longer a riot or what have you. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, this is. This needs the federal government to step in because the the governor, the mayor, even the police force is refusing to protect the citizenry, the innocent. So when that happens, yeah, it's time for the feds to step in. I'm I'm I hate saying that, but the president should be just say, all right, well, you know what? Tough. We're coming in. We're cleaning house. And you and the governor are under arrest as well because you're being complicit. That would be. uh that, that would be be music to my ears. Uh, but yeah. unfortunately, that's not happening. And I, I honestly, I don't see that happening. I wish it would. But I'd like to go down through some other wonderful points that uh, Mayor Ted Wheeler put out. I'm being completely sarcastic. If you hadn't figured that out, this guy's about as big a loser mm-hmm. as you can get out there. He says this is his open letter to Trump, right? This is a letter he actually penned out and sent. He says there is Listen to this, okay? He says, we don't need your politics of division and demagoguery. Portlanders are on to you. Yeah, you hear that? Portlanders are on to him, bros. Yeah, Portlanders are on to him. Mm. We have already seen your reckless disregard for human life in your bumbling response to the COVID pandemic. Are you sure you're sending, uh, Mayor Wheeler, are you sure you're sending this to the right person? I think this must have been redirected by the U.S. Postal Service that we've... Yeah, kind of. Yeah, this yeah, it sounds like, like this. They, yeah. This sounds like it needs to be going to New York to Governor Cuomo's office, right? Is that? Yeah, <laughs> that's that sounds like where it needs yeah. to be going. And we know you've reached the conclusion that images of violence and or vandalism are your only ticket to reelection. <laughs> okay, there is. I love this part. There is no place for looting, arson, or vandalism in our city. <laughs> okay, Mr. Mayor, why are you allowing it? Why are you out there standing in solidarity? You're you're literally standing in solidarity with them out there in the streets. You're literally down there in the middle of their protest when they're trying to, excuse me, in the middle of their riot when they're trying to burn down a federal courthouse. I am uh, totally, I, this is... Anyway, yeah, go ahead. I, I'm I'm lost for words for this. I, I can't I, like I, I'm a loss for words too. <laughs> to, to sit there and, and send this, there is no, no he's room a coward. here. He is. He is. There is no room here for racist violence or those who wish to bring their ideology of hate into our community. Do you notice that everything about this is reprojection? Those people that are out Mm -hmm. there in the streets, this is precisely what they stand for. They are the dividers. They are the ideology of hate. You want to burn down a courthouse with people inside of it. How is that not hateful and and violent? How? Or murder. 
Or murder. Yeah, first degree murder at that. Those who commit criminal acts will be apprehended and prosecuted under the law. However, what he doesn't tell you is the district attorney of Portland. What did he say that we covered last week? He will not Mm -hmm. prosecute a riot. Yeah, he will not prosecute a riot. That's legal now. He won't prosecute, uh, what was it, menacing of police officers? Mm -hmm. Uh, Any kind of disturbances? No, no, no. That's all quality of life crimes. No, that's fine. Tens of thousands of Portlanders have peacefully protested and marched for the noble cause of fixing our broken criminal justice system. They are part of the proud, progressive tradition of Portlanders fighting for justice, from racial justice to economic justice to environmental justice. I I love how it's all tied into this. Do Do you understand how sick these people are? Like they have a serious mental derangement. This is why the mental institutions, I believe, have been largely closed, because this is precisely where those people need to be. They need to be locked up thinking like this. He goes on to say, when you sent the feds to Portland last month, you made the situation far worse. Your offer to repeat that disaster is a cynical attempt to stoke fear and distract us from the real work of our city. What's your real work? What is your real work? Your real work is to get rid of the police department. Your real work is to shut down the court system, to let anarchy and chaos just foment on a daily basis. That's your real work. Burn it all down. That's your work. That's what it seems like anyway. That's what you're supporting. And then he finishes up. He rounds off here uh, saying that uh, in Portland, we are focused on coming together as a community to solve these serious challenges we face due to systemic racism, a global pandemic and an economic recession. Stay away, please. Signed, Ted Wheeler, Mayor of Portland. (laughs) What a coward. What a bum. What a bum. All right. You're focused on coming together as a community to solve the serious challenges that you face. Okay. By abandoning the residents of the city, by by allowing uh, anarchy and chaos and, and not protecting the citizenry. How do you think the average person who's living in Portland, if I mean, if they can't get out of there, the, the ones that are already leaving can and have. How do you think the average citizen feels? Have you given any thought to that? A global pandemic. OK, yeah, you're still you're still going along with this program. All right, fine. Yeah, you're a lemming. You're a sheep. I get it. You know, I'd expect nothing less from a loser like you, Mr. Mayor. And an economic recession. OK, brought on by what? Your policy to keep everything shut. So if you want that city to, to thrive, then open it up. Go to work. Let the economy burn white hot. Take your foot off of the American people. How about that? You going to bitch about an economic recession? Well, I would say you're at the heart of it, sir. Well, I mean, even if they were to go back, um, how many of those businesses have been burned down or destroyed or, or damaged and now needs repair? And the, the owners are unable to, to finance the repairs because of the lockdowns and nonsense of COVID-19. Yeah. So I honestly, uh, I'm I'm fully in support of uh, again government bad it, I, i'm i'm a, i'm i'm the freaking hate government hate the fed i don't want them involved but this is this is the time when i am kind of fascistic if you will when you start violating rights when you start um risking other people's lives on a large scale like this you are essentially trying to overthrow the government it is now time for the fed to step in and do their oath protect us from foreign and domestic. Uh, So this is a domestic terrorist group, BLM, all of them. I'm sorry, those protesters out there that are, they may not be out there burning the buildings down themselves, but they're out there in support of or not stopping the protest, the, the, excuse me, the rioters, you're guilty just as much as they are. Uh, It, in, in my view, Uh, the Fed needs to come in. Anyway, I want to see the Fed step in and I want to see them go in and, and clean this up. 
it's it's time to clean it up. It's not fair to the citizens there in Portland. It's not fair to any of the major cities to the, these mayors or governors doing what they're doing and allowing the riots. It's not fair to the citizenry there. And in a lot of these places, it's the minority groups that it's those businesses that are being destroyed. So, I mean, you're, you're claiming there's there's racist, you know, systemic racism, and yet you're the ones that are beating them down and, and uh, basically getting them stuck in the system because you continually beat them down. And it'll take, you know, 10, 20 years for them to, to come out of this now. I mean, who wants to... Insurance companies don't cover riots, by the way. I don't know if people understand that. They don't cover damages from riots in most cases. So, yeah, you go in and, and riot and pillage and then break into the store and loot the store, but it's a riot. The insurance company doesn't cover it, which means that's that's lost revenue for that business. That may be just enough to throw them, and, and they're just like, we're done. Like, we, we have to throw in the towel. Like, the business is over. So... It's time for the president to step in. This is this is not just about people's lives. This is about people's livelihoods. This is about people's safety. This is about people's rights. And all of that's being violated right now. We have to get the economy up and running again. We have to get ourselves um, not even back to normal. We have to get society moving again. And this is not this is not helping society move forward. So no, it's yeah, not. Uh, yeah. It is not. Uh, all right, let's jump over to do some tech. Uh, Apple made a privacy change, uh, and Facebook is not happy. What'd they do? So, uh, long story short, basically they made it difficult for third-party um, applications to track your uh, online movements, You know what, what apps you're using, how long you use them for, so on and so forth. Uh-huh. It, it made it more difficult for them to, be, uh, for them to track. Oh, uh, basically, it gives you... Right. They've technically been doing this since iOS 10, I believe. Um, you were able to opt out of that kind of tracking. Well, now it's even more in your face to opt out. It's more readily available and making people aware that you're being tracked by these other um, you know, programs and stuff. I'm totally on board with this with a big caveat. When, let's say, a, a, you know, a phone provider or whatever gives you the option to opt out of, of third-party tracking or tracking in general like this. When I opt out, I want to opt out of all tracking, period. I don't care that the phone is Google or it's Apple or it's whatever. I don't even want you tracking me, right? And that's that's what Apple's doing. Basically, they cut off all the other all the other uh, companies, Facebook, um, Google, all of them. They're all cut off from this third-party tracking, whereas Apple still has access to all that information, and you can't opt out of them tracking. That's where I have the issue. And I'm... I'm right there on board with you, man. I, I want all tracking shut off. I, w- I want it all shut off. You don't need that information. I don't care what in the hell you're working on. I don't care as a company. I don't care what in the hell you're working on. I don't care about uh, whatever you're building behind the scenes. I don't want you knowing where I'm going. That is not your business. And you, quite frankly, even even though you turn everything off, even though you turn everything off, it's still there. It's still there. Yeah. 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 So. I mean, uh, this is a great uh, if if this was uh, hindering tracking altogether, this would be a great move. Um, I, I would be for it. But this seems a little bit more like a business strategy more than a, uh, you know, providing for their customers. You know, it, it does. And, you know, it, it kind of shocked me that Facebook got a little upset about that. Why did they get upset about it? Because why is Zuckerberg upset about that? He's the one that gave a speech a year ago or just a little over a year ago, I think it was. And he said, uh, the future is private. 
Is it? If you're so concerned about privacy, then why are you crying foul over this? Because it cut into 50% of their revenue for their ad revenue. Oh, oh. It, well, yeah. well, uh, I'm sorry. You're just going to have to go somewhere else. I mean, yep. What, what do you want me to say? I hear BLM's looking for advertisers. You know, I'm sure you could go uh, knock on their door. They'd be happy to have you, which, by the way, I stumbled across one of their podcasts today. Like their, it was their official sponsored podcast, right? Isn't that what it was? Yep. Yep. It's their, Those official, some, it's their podcast. Yeah. <laughs> unbelievable. The amount of numbers that I saw. Okay. And it was, I think it was like What Matters or something like that. That was the name of it. Their official podcast. Okay. Now, Bruce, if you were a betting man, yeah. Now, if as popular and as on board as society is with BLM, right? Right. Everybody's jumping on board with it, right? Everybody's getting on board with it. Everybody's out there. All the weird white people or the meth heads are out there supporting it, right? You know, the college wound up idiots. They're all supporting Mm. it. They're out there in the restaurants shouting at people that don't stand with them because they're not radical enough. You know, that kind of stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. All the corporations are giving money and everything. Yeah, they're all, you know, they're standing on, they're standing in solidarity with them because it's a Marxist movement. The amount of subscribers to that podcast, if you had to guess, how many subscribers do you think they had? Well, based on how much of the population is actually starting to turn on BLM and whatnot, mm-hmm. I would say, you know, I would have guessed like, uh, probably in the range of maybe like a thousand or something. I mean, they do only have like six on there. Actually, no, I, I might actually argue lower than that because people don't actually visit their website and they uh-huh. don't actually take the time to research it. So I, I, I might I might have guessed maybe eight or nine hundred. Well, it was a little lower than that. Uh, it was about a hundred. A uh, hundred. Yeah. hundred subscribers. A <laughs> hundred subscribers. That's the best you can do on your official podcast. Now, what was even more shocking? All right. Out of a hundred subscribers. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean anything with how we do things here. I mean, people listen to us and they don't have to subscribe to us. Right. So that doesn't mean a whole lot. What really mm-hmm. counts is the number of downloads you have, right? The number of people right. that that listen. And for it to count as a listen, then someone has to listen for, I think it's, what is it, more than seven seconds or something? Or no, 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 like seven minutes or something. Like the system recognizes it after you listen for, you know, a few minutes or something like that. How many mm-hmm. listens do you think they have? Not complete downloads, but out of, okay, just forget the subscriber thing. How many listens do you think they have? Now, keep well, in mind, I mean, based, keep in mind, based it's on- a, it's a popular movement, right? It's a big movement. Everybody's getting on board. All the media's on board with it and everybody's behind it, right? Because that's the way things need to go. Well, I mean, uh, I mean, if, if, if I was looking at it like that, then, you know, I would assume, you know, thousands of people had been listening to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it was a little lower than that. It was uh, it was 223. <laughs> they, they've they managed 100 subscriptions. Just it was like 108 or something and 223 listens. That's all they've got. That's all they've got. Do you hear how pathetic that is? And uh, you can't you can't blame the average idiot out there in the street, can you? They probably don't even know how to listen to a podcast. And, and to, to be fair, though, they do only have six out there. So, I mean, you know, it's not like they've been doing this for a year or something. Don't you, know, you and- think? Yeah, but don't you think that you would have people just flooding in there with the movement the way that it is? And as as that big was, as that was sarcasm, oh. was, that was sarcasm, by the way, oh. the, the, I thought the whole th- I thought uh, the whole bit we were doing was sarcasm. Oh, well, you, you, well, no, I meant the, the bit about them being, you know, only there for a year. They've been there like Black Lives Matter as the organization has been there since what, 2016? Yeah. The Trayvon Martin thing. I as started. The, yeah. Well, it originally started even earlier than that, I believe. Um, the Ferguson stuff and the, you know, under Obama and Gore. Or uh, under Obama and Biden, um, and uh, which, by the way, I, I wanted to point that out because you, you've seen the tweet that came from the Biden campaign, right? No. 
they said that keep in mind that all these riots and stuff that are going on right now, the unrest, civil unrest happened under uh, President Trump, you know, uh, and what? he's talking about it being. Yeah. Well, uh, Trump said uh, that these riots and stuff would be this is a taste uh, of what it would look like under Biden. Uh, Ferguson. Yeah, exactly. That that That's my point. Exactly that. BLM started under the Obama administration. Like all of this started uh, during the Obama administration. In fact, a lot of this race nonsense came from the Obama administration because, you know, as as we've said before, people were uh, I know it's now racist to say it, but colorblind. They didn't pay attention to people's color. They paid attention to people's merit. And for the most part. And now we're supposed to all of a sudden pay attention to people's color now again. Um, yeah, that that uh, that was brought on by uh, Obama, who is a racist, by the way. If you've listened to his some of the comments he said on the campaign trail. That's not true, Bruce. He's a uniter. Yeah, mm. he's a he's a uniter. He was all about hope and change. Right. He's all about hope and change. Such a joke. Anyway, all right, we're going to uh, we're going to have to jump out of here this morning. So uh, thank you for sitting down this morning, Bruce. Thank you to all the listeners for all these topics and more. Please check us out later on this afternoon, and I hope everyone has a great morning.